0: Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect, to the Aboriginal Elders past, present and those emerging.
1: You can choose. If someone asks you a question, even if it's a question that you've answered a million times before, you can choose to answer that in a grumpy way or you can choose to answer that in a nice, positive way. And if you choose the nice, positive way, you feel better and the person you're interacting with feels better. If you choose grumpy, you're taking yourself down. You're, you're taking those around you down. And people gravitate towards people who are positive and fun and can see the funny side of any situation. And I think that that's what you need to do.
0: That's Louise Baxter. She's another one of those people who is professionally cheerful. Louise is the CEO of the Starlight Children's Foundation. She's been in that job for 12 years. She helps seriously ill children and their families to find moments of cheerfulness in amongst the hospital visits and the treatment. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. To live the life that Louise Baxter lives and has lived for 12 years takes some kind of incredible fortitude. You have to be a certain kind of person. As strong as Louise Baxter is, 2020 brought for her a reminder that she is, at the end of the day, still human.
1: So I had um, one of my closest friends actually died just you know a couple of months into covid and you know that was when funerals were really restricted so we had to wait a whole year before we were able to have that memorial service and not being able to be close to you know her family uh, etc during that time was really taxing and then covid and that social isolation I have elderly parents and my mum was was already uh, diagnosed with dementia, but we were trying to keep her at home as long as possible. The social isolation, her just being at home every day with my father, um, that um, accelerated her dementia and we had to put her into aged care, which was really tough. And then she'd only been in aged care for a few weeks and we were able to visit, restricted visits, but visit, and then we went into full lockdown. So suddenly, My mother, who's only been in this for a couple of weeks, we weren't able to visit for a long period of time. Everyone was managing things like that in the background. And so not only did we have the work environment that everyone could see and understood the pressures there, everyone had this white noise in the background and everyone has stories about how COVID was impacting them from a a personal and family and friends perspective and so that's what I say this this thing was just all-encompassing it wasn't just financial it wasn't just it wasn't just anything and it's continuing we do things to maintain our physical health so you need to do things to maintain your mental health and that's really that that's I think important for everyone and we need to be caring that whole question are you okay if you see that people aren't don't seem to be their normal self you need to make that call pop round drop in a cake you know <laughs> ask them out for a coffee and just make so make sure you're checking in choosing is is uh is something that's important and also don't be too hard on yourself because um, I'm also a person who speaks out against perfectionism. And I, I say that it's, I often joke and say that if I'm in an interview scenario and someone proudly tells me that's what they are, I feel like I'm on the Graham Norton show and I need his lever for the big red chair to flip them out straight away. Because people who say they're perfectionists are uh, so intense about trying to do achieve something that you can't actually achieve and often that has a negative impact on them and lots of people around them. So I try to say, um, you know, kind of 70%, 80% and out. It's important to get things out and done because often people who have this, it's got to be perfect. Things never get completed <laughs> if you're trying to get that done. I encourage people to embrace your imperfections and be vulnerable. The most powerful thing you can do even as a leader is say, nobody looks to me to know everything. I don't know anything. I don't know way more than I know. So it's much easier for me as a leader and better and more powerful to say, I know nothing about this. Who do I know and who can I reach out to who knows about that and can help me? And I don't think by calling those people and saying, I don't know anything about this, can you help me that they think I'm an idiot or a fool? I think they think I'm a smart person for reaching out and seeking their expertise because that's what
0: they know about. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the ACAST Creator Network.